This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Homer, the Angels have hit two of those so far, and they have a 4-0 lead early on Rodon and the Yankees. That baseball was absolutely crushed by Red Hefo. Happy Thursday. Welcome to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth and Kate Constable with you. Just a couple of ladies talking a little sports betting from 9 a.m. to noon right here on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. And, of course, you can watch us on Twitch and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. I am excited for today's show at 11 we have a very exciting guest, Tim Rumpf, who is the director of Quarterback on Netflix. He will join us. If you haven't watched it yet, Quarterback is a docu-series on Netflix. It's the first time that Netflix and the NFL have collaborated. And so we get to go behind the scenes and the series, which is eight episodes, features three quarterbacks. And Tim Rump, he was he was assigned, I should say, not designed, assigned to Kirk Cousins, which I find fascinating because I want to talk to him. I think Kirk is sort of the breakout star of this show. Now, Kate, I covered Kirk in Washington, so some of this I already knew because I was around the team a lot when Kirk Cousins was here. But since I've been watching it and getting social media messages and just researching the show, so many people are like, I love Kirk. I hope he wins a Super Bowl. It's so funny how far I think we've come on Kirk Cousins. Where do you stand on him? Yeah, he's like the lovable loser, isn't he? I mean, just the the total dad uh, has the dad style going on. I, I started quarterback <laughs> yesterday. I watched a couple episodes and I loved it. Like right away, his wife and uh, talking about how she dresses him. And she's like, this is the perfect fall shirt. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, that's terrible style. But it's what makes Kirk Cousins Kirk Cousins, which is just so funny and cute. And who calls like a, a starting quarterback in the NFL like cute and lovable, but that's Kirk Cousins for you. It's awesome. He, I agree. I thought the same thing. I'm like, so Kirk delegates pretty much a lot of things to his wife because he just wants <laughs> yeah. to focus on football, which you will also see. <laughs> but uh, that shirt, my favorite part of that uh, uh, episode was when his wife was actually laughing when Kirk got slammed for his fashion because she is the one who picks it out, but she actually was chuckling and had a good sense of humor about it. So I thought it was cool. Their whole relationship is awesome. So I can't wait to talk to Tim Rumpf at 11, then at 11.20, an OG guest of the show, my Canadian brother, Jason Logan from Covers. He will join us to talk a little WNBA. And we actually ran into J-Lo in Arizona during the Super Bowl. Paul and I were walking around Media Row, and it turns out he's a Cowboys fan. So I can't wait to also sneak in a little Cowboys question, ask him about Zach Martin. Is he going to hold out? 
Is he concerned? If I'm Dak, I know I would be concerned. But first, did you have any bets yesterday, Kate? How did you do? Yeah, Aaron. So I've been the writing about team totals in Major League Baseball for betql.com, our editorial side. And so that's kind of what I've been focusing on. Hit two of those yesterday. Mets over four and a half yeah. against the White Sox. They finished with five. Um, not hard to do against the, this White Sox pitching staff, who's pretty bad. Um, and then also, what else did I have here? I had Dodgers over four and a half runs. And that one also hit. So two of my totals in good shape. Uh, I did not bet on the Cubs yesterday, but they had a grand slam late in that game. Beat the Nationals eight mm-hmm. three, and overs are absolutely uh, crushing it for the Cubs right now. I think they've hit their last eight overs, so that might be something that we look at today as they start a new series against the Cardinals. Yeah, so I was on the Dodgers Orioles over for the full game that hit. Um, Guardians first five hit, and then the Red Sox team total was a push. We didn't see the crazy offense that we saw Tuesday, that historic night. But I'm thinking because of the weather so hot, maybe you know eventually we'll see something crazy like that again. But we'll get to the ML- MLB card later in the show. Um, it's just awesome what the Texas Rangers have been doing as well. They beat the Rays 5-1, so now they're four and a half games up in the division. The Giants lost to the Reds by one run. So we discussed yesterday, who do you believe in more? The Reds, who were surging, everyone's talking about L.A. De La Cruz or the Marlins. Well, the Reds actually won yesterday. So now Cincinnati just two and a half games back in the division, and the Marlins lost to the Cardinals. This Cardinals team is so frustrating. One minute they're hot, one minute they're cold. Now they've won five in a row. So they're a hard team to figure out. I thought they were definitely going to be sellers come August 1st. But now I'm like, gosh, they're winning again. What are they doing? Yeah, I don't know. Cardinals are just hard to figure out this year. They're a team that I really don't want to bet on or back at all. But I think I have a a little bit more confidence in Cincinnati than I do in the Marlins just because Cincinnati's offense can be so explosive. I mean, Ellie De La Cruz has not been playing very well lately. If he starts getting hot again, all of a sudden they win a couple more games and are right back in the mix. Um, And they have Giants again today. So finally snapped the Giants' win streak and yeah. um, broke their losing streak. So maybe some good momentum headed into today's game for the Reds. So the Angels completed their first sweep of the Yankees since 2009 behind Silseth. 7-3 Angels, the final in that one. So the Yankees finished off a 1-5 and road trip. Whew, they're struggling. So New York, nine games back of Baltimore in the division. Baltimore now atop the division. So Orioles in first place. We talked about the value of the Orioles and how you might want to bet them in the futures market or even day-to-day with Sean Zarello yesterday. So hopefully you place those bets uh, because I think the odds got a little bit shorter when I looked this morning, Kate. Yeah, and they start a new series with the Rays right now, and they're, those are kind of two teams going in opposite directions. I mean, the Orioles have been playing really well lately. The Rays, not so good. Um, and I kind of like the pitching matchup today. And, I mean, Tyler Glass now has been pretty good for the Rays so far this season, but he's also had a tough time at home. So I think the Orioles, uh, they're plus money in this yeah. game right now, underdogs. I think they could steal this one, and all of a sudden you're looking at them being – Um, another game up in that division, which is uh, not something that 
at the beginning of the season I thought would be happening by any means, especially with how the race started the season. I know it's pretty exciting. I'm I'm close to Baltimore here in Washington, so I'm so happy for this. Yeah, what's the vibe team. like around there? It's awesome. I mean, just walking around my neighborhood, a lot of people have TVs on their decks, so you see the uh, Orioles mm -hmm. games. There's a lot of because obviously the Nats came about later, so like a lot of people older than me are Orioles fans. You know, they didn't want to jump on the Nats bandwagon because they grew no. up. Their fathers, their moms were already Orioles fans, so. There's a lot of Orioles fans around the Washington area, not just Baltimore. So let's talk about Shohei Otani. Did you see Aaron Judge finally weighed in on it and was talking about, oh, records are meant to be broken? I was like, is that a bunch of crap talking about his home record, home run record, and that Otani could break it and that he kind of acted like he didn't care? Are you serious? Like, I just thought that was a bunch of BS, Kate. <laughs> I'm totally with you. No, you don't break a record one year that had been standing for how many years had that record been, the home run record been Roger for a long time. Okay. It was a long time. Right. <laughs> and then the very next year, someone's, um, someone's getting close to breaking your record. Like that, that was a very PR answer by Aaron judge of being like, okay, nope, these are supposed to be broken. I'm really happy for the guy. Fantastic talent. Something we've never seen before. Well, we just saw it last year. You're the one that did it. If I were him, I'd be pissed. I wouldn't want my record broken that easily. I worked really hard for that. So I think that that is total um, just Aaron Judge blowing yeah. a bunch of smokes. That's not, I thought the that's same. I'm like, you're saying the right thing. I get it. Right. But inside, if you're a true competitor, you're not happy no. about that at all. No. And it's like the one season that Judge was able to stay healthy and really live up to the <laughs> yeah. expectations. And now he's injured again. He only has nine toes right now. So I don't know what's going on with him, but I'm sure he's disappointed sitting on the sideline watching this happen. So the Angels asking price. I mean, it's it's interesting what's happening with the Angels because now every day I change my opinion on this. It's like, okay, I think they should trade him. Or now I'm back to thinking perhaps he's going to stay with the Angels and finish out the season. Where are you at with this? Well, I initially thought that they should trade him and get something back for him and not just let him walk at the end of the season. But when I was on last week with Jim Rodriguez, he made a really good point in that, I mean, if, if Shohei Otani is nearing this home run record or has a chance to do it, Angels are going to sell a bunch of tickets. They're going to make a ton of money. This is going to be huge for that organization. So maybe they shouldn't mm -hmm. sell. Maybe they should keep him for the season and see what happens. Um, and they'll likely have to part with him at the end of the year, but at least you kind of milk him for all he's worth while he's with your organization. I don't think that's a terrible way to look at things. Yeah, I mean, and the Angels are going to be asking – a hefty, hefty price. I would love for Otani to come to Baltimore, but I don't know if Baltimore is the type of team that's going <laughs> to spend that kind of money. I would be surprised yeah. if that happened, but as a fan, I would love to see it. We have uh, an update here with the Open. Thank you to Paul Aspen. Tommy Fleetwood. Gosh, I had him in my bet slip, too. He just sank a long putt to tie for the lead at the Open. He started off 22-1. and one. He's definitely one that I had my eye on, but did not end up betting. He is the co-leader now with an amateur. 
Christo Lamprecht. So <laughs> there was like sort of a sucker bet. Like you could bet on a player to be the leader in every round. I'm like, when does that ever happen? I mean, I don't think anyone expects this amateur. I mean, great. Congratulations. You're off to a hot start. But I feel like it's the, the cream is going to rise to the, the top here as we progress, right? Yeah, there. I mean, when do, do we ever see... And I, I know it's been done, but not often in a sport like golf where you see one player lead start to finish. And especially in a tournament like this where the course is so difficult, the elements are can be difficult. Um, I just don't think that that'll happen. But mm-hmm. Paul, again, just feeding us information. Another notable uh, Jordan Spieth is minus two through the first round. He's top five right now. Good for Jordan Speed. Wow. I feel like he's Jordan had kind of a tough couple couple of years on tour these last few seasons. The Jordan Spieth resurgence. That is interesting. Also, FIFA Women's World Cup goes off with an absolute stunner. Uh, did you get up and watch this co-host country? <laughs> New Zealand stuns Norway 1-0. They were a 7-1 to underdog. And then host country Australia beats Ireland also one nil. Uh, no, I did not get up to watch this, Aaron. I had to get a little bit I. of beauty sleep for today. Um, but I mean, already an exciting start to the to the World Cup. Like, what more can you want early on in something like this? Which almost makes me a little nervous for the U.S., who are favored in the tournament. I don't know. Crazy things could be on the horizon, especially if we're our first game in and we're already starting with a massive. Um, upset. I, I kind of like it. It makes for great, I mean, hard to bet on when you have upsets like this, but I don't know, maybe it's, there's some value on the board and you take a couple long shots. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think there is some value early on on taking some underdogs. Uh, I thought about that before, like just riding the underdogs early and seeing, you know, how much you're up because you can find some good value. Mm-hmm. In terms of Team USA, it seems like the rest of the world has kind of caught up to them, and they're just a younger squad. I mean, obviously they um, are the favorites, but I think it's going to be tough to three-peat this time around. In the NFL, I'm in Washington. I have to get this story in. It is a huge day. Huge day. I never thought I would see this happen. Dan Snyder has always said he will never sell the team, and fans have been so upset, you know, wanting him out. I I just thought it was a pipe dream, and I am like, pinch me. I can't believe it's really, really happening. But the commander sale, expect to be approved today. I just think it's going to be awesome. Just fresh air. Like I said, I'm actually shocked. I really am. I mean, I spent so much time at that facility, traveled with the team, went to the games. I never thought I'd see this happen. I know fans who refuse to go to FedEx Field just because they hate Dan Snyder. That's, I mean, I know fans who became Kirk Cousins and Vikings fans because they were so sick of Dan Snyder. And here we are. New ownership is coming in, Kate. I mean, exciting for all of the NFL, because I think along with a lot of the fans, players, teams, coaches, really didn't like that organization because of everything that Dan Snyder did. So a great day ahead of us, Aaron. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, how many commanders' futures we will have. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, I made the executive decision to make this uh, West Coast bias show today. So we're looking at Pac-12 
win totals, future, some college football, and why Paul and I might argue. I think once again, he may be a year too soon on a team. We'll get to that next on the BetQL Network. <laughs> we'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.